0: Hi there, I'm Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears. Going to be talking about 2017's The Hitman's Bodyguard. When this movie, the first trailers we saw, I was stoked to see it. Seriously, Ryan Reynolds, Samuel L. Jackson, Gary Oldman, and Selma Hayek in a movie, action comedy... All in, buddy, when that movie came out. Saw it in the theater, owned the steelbook, re-watched it again this week because the sequel is coming to home video next week. I missed it in the theaters, but I will see it. This movie made money, and the short version is, if that sounds like a good thing, an action movie with those stars, just watch the movie. It's just really funny, and it holds up really well. Movie was made on a budget of about 30 to $69 million, went on to gross $176 million, so big hit. They actually started working on the sequel two years later, but we finally got it this summer. Go figure. So the short version is, I love this movie. Now for the longer version, I, you know, when you like actors, when you like a situation, when you like a script, whatever, um, the concept... You make excuses for movies or music or whatever because it's something you really like. And I don't, you know, looking back, this thing has like 43% on Rotten Tomatoes. A lot of people didn't like this. I actually saw a review when I was doing a little research. Um, What did it say? The review was like from one of those common sense media or whatever. The action comedy is unnecessarily violent and has an uneven tone. Yeah. These kind of movies have been a staple since movies like uh, Lethal Weapon. I was actually thinking about this watching the movie last night. To me, an action comedy works best when the action is serious for the most part. And then the, the, the protagonists are not You know, Um, laughing in the face of death uh, or serious gunfire or whatever, I just, that works for me better than just a straight ahead comedy. And I like comedies, don't get me wrong, but an action comedy gives you that thrill of car chases and gun battles and things like that with that slathering of comedic fun on top. And like I said, this goes back to Lethal Weapon, if not before, and Running Scared and some other movies where, where they just took the action seriously. Like, these are two comedians dropped into a serious action film. And for me, it, it, it's hard to make that work. But when you have Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson, it's darn near perfect. It's a great cast. Um, Elodie Young, uh, Joaquin de la Meda, Richard E. Grant has a small role in it. There's surprises. There's plot twists. Yes, it's a little long at two hours. Uh, yes, some of the, the action scenes go on a little bit too much. But what they had a 30 to $69 million budget. The car chases, boat chases, uh, buildings blowing up. I mean, hard to believe that that's all they spent on this. It looks like a $100 million movie. It really does. So, I was thinking that I'm going to rewatch this and it's just not going to be as good as I remember it, but it's better than I remember it just for the two leads. And I don't think any of it is totally unnecessary, although it's just a bit much. It could have been trimmed down a little bit, but comparing it to what we have today in action movies and, and comic book movies and whatever, it fits right in. This was almost, you know, ahead of its time a bit. I mean, it's not full blown Deadpool or anything like that, but. Um, It's almost a James Bond-esque story where it hops around the globe for a while. Um, The story is actually interesting. Um, But the story is also, you know, that MacGuffin of we got to get this this guy to testify and it's down to the last second and, uh, you know, but... You watch the movie for Ryan Reynolds and Samuel Jackson. They both play pretty much themselves. This is the slightly toned down, slightly depressed Ryan Reynolds character, and the more, well, I don't know, it's more of a typical Samuel Jackson character, whatever. But if you've never seen the movie, Ryan Reynolds is a bodyguard, a triple A rated, top of the line bodyguard whose client gets shot right in front of him. And it, it broke up his girlfriend. It broke up his relationship. It ruined his career. And two years later, we rejoin Ryan Reynolds and he's picking up Richard E. Grant, who's still taking pills off his desk and sitting under his desk and is just crazy. And you realize he's still got what it takes to protect people. He's just driving a crappy car that smells like poo, which is a running gag through the whole movie. And eventually, he's got a, he's brought in to protect uh, Samuel L. Jackson, who is the world's greatest hitman. His wife says, Hike says he cannot be killed on this. Nobody on this planet could kill him." And it works. I mean, again, I'm watching it uh, four or five years later after its release, and it's a very funny film. A lot of great action sequences. If you're into movies like Hobbs and Shaw, and uh, you know, J- well, John Wick is not very little comedy, but a little bit, but. Uh, action comedies, if you like that, I think this is, this is you know, sure it's cliched, but it, it's really well-made. A lot of people like this movie, even though critics didn't really love the movie and seemed to love the new movie a little less. But some of the critics I trust were like, you know what, this is just more of the same. So if you want to see these characters in more situations, you'll see the new movie, and I definitely plan to... To, to pick it up because I'm just a fan of the two actors and that, that that they worked on this for a while and probably spent more money on it and all that kind of stuff. I mean, watch the trailer again after the movie was over. I was like, wow, this is even bigger locations, even bigger explosions, even bigger action scenes. I'm, I'm all in regardless. It doesn't have to be Academy Award winning cinema for me. Hitman's Bodyguard from 2017. It, it sets up, I don't know if it's going to be a franchise or anything. We just got the sequel. but We'll see, but you know Ryan Reynolds is still cooking. If you're still not tired of his antics and and the characters he plays, with Free Guy being out this weekend, um, I think you'll dig it if you've never seen it. Um, and that is all I really need to say about it. It it it's a, still a fun movie. Like I said, a, a a hair long at two hours. Maybe cut it down by about ten minutes, and it would have been you would have walked out and went, oh hey that that was like. Effervescent. it was kind of fresh there, but other than that, you know, you can't criticize them for. Well, we could do all this in an action scene. Why would we cut this back? And and Selma Hayek's character, I'm glad that she's probably going to get a, a larger role. I mean, her romance with Samuel L. Jackson, those scenes when they do flashbacks and such, are some of the funniest parts of the movie. And Ryan Ryan Reynolds' expressions dealing with somebody like Samuel L. Jackson, it's just. It's classic Ryan Reynolds. It's classic Samuel L. Jackson in a not-so-classic movie, but certainly a fun movie. The Hitman's Bodyguard is available on Blu-ray, DVD, 4K, and streaming services. Check it out before you watch the new one, if you're going to watch the new one, and I'll be reviewing that in about a week or so after I get to see it. i Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. My website is therockfile.com. Check it out for links to my other projects. Thank you so much for liking, sharing, subscribing, all the things that you can do to help us Uh, anybody who's creating content these days if you do those things you're helping us for free it's a wonderful thing so thank you very much and thank you for listening